Hello. I know I have been gone forever, but welcome, welcome, welcome. I am excited because I have got my friend here and we're just going to have some like girl talk and Bible talk and some banner and I just think you're going to enjoy it. I'm excited about it. I hope you're excited about it. So let's jump right in after this introduction. I'm Christina and welcome to my closet with three kids two dogs and a husband this is the only place that I can find that's quiet enough to think most days super quick background history I grew up in church every Sunday but just because you're in church does not mean you know Jesus my whole life I've been hyper loud and talkative and most people would probably think that I was confident and secure false I was insecure paranoid full of fear doubt rejection shame guilt and I thought that God was constantly mad at me for my crazy mind. I had no idea of His grace, mercy, and unconditional love. And I thought that His love had to be earned. And that every mistake I made, He was so disappointed in me. I mean, how could He love and forgive someone like me after all I've done to Him? And believe me, it's a lot. But praise God, we have good news. And we're going to talk about that right here on Closet Confessions with Christina. Welcome back. So I have got my friend Shania here. Hi. She is excited. Are you nervous? I'm very nervous. Why are you nervous? (laughs) Nobody can see us on here. We're not on. That's true. That's true. Okay. So I told her, I was like, you won't be on camera. You'll just be on a microphone. So, and I can edit it, right? (laughs) Yes. Okay. So if we mess up, we can edit it. But I wanted me and her to just kind of have a conversation. I'm going to, like, if I get too low, I hope I don't get too far back from the microphone. We've had technical difficulty <laughs> trying to even get this thing started. So we'll see how, how it goes. But what I told her that we could talk about today is I just wanted to talk about, like, how we view God in a father sense. Um, I don't know how much Shania is really going to share, but from my point, I didn't have, like, a normal dad growing up. I didn't have the father figure that, you read about or that you're supposed to have and that messes up our view of how we see God because our father on earth is supposed to be the one that takes care of us that protects us that sets the standard yeah that looks out for us that um yeah sets a standard Mm -hmm. for I just think of protection like when I think of like a dad safety yeah Yeah. safety protection like feeling feeling loved Mm -hmm. feeling like adored yeah I know you know, I feel very blessed that my husband does that for my three kids. I mean, they know where they stand with him. They know he's going to take care of things. And I didn't have that in my life. My daddy had an alcohol problem and my mom and daddy were divorced very early. He wasn't there a lot. And I felt more like a buddy and a friend when I was older than someone that was protected by him. And that can mess up our view of how we see our Heavenly Father. You know, I'm always telling Shania, like, how I view my kids is how, except, you know, 10 times more is how I think God views us. But, like, I want my kids to come to me. I want them to know that I'm going to help them if they're in trouble. I'm going to discipline them, and I'm going to set them straight. But I'm also going to be the one that protects them and that, you know, but but God sees us, like, so much more. Right. Yeah, yeah. Um, I love that you wanted to do the podcast on that because this morning I was actually talking to God about that because... I feel like there's a lot of, um, I don't know, shame that surrounds that situation with me wanting to view God as the father because I didn't have a good father figure either. And I definitely struggle with that. And now what do you mean by shame? Because um, growing up, the way my dad would go about certain things, um, he would shame me about certain things, um, about the way I dressed, about 
we'll say sexuality, like if I wanted to date or anything like that, like a lot of shame hmm. came from that. And it makes oh, you know it, what's you know what's interesting is I heard in a podcast um, that when we experience shame in our life, we view everything else through uh, glasses of shame. Right. Like exactly. we put on the glasses of shame, and right. so you know that distorts into all other kind of areas of your life. It does. You carry that with you, so it's hard to hard to view because you know we're told God He's our Father and everything, so it's hard to it's like learning how to learning how he is as a father when you can't when you don't have you know a good standard that growing up so I definitely struggle with that and I still do so so I love that you wanted to do the podcast on this because I am learning I feel like God is really has me in a season of my life where he's trying to show me like I am your father and just kind of really just I don't know help me form a different view of him and not compare it to my earthly father Mm -hmm. I know for me growing up my daddy drank a lot and there wasn't a lot of, there wasn't no shame or no discipline because it was just one big party. But, um, so I kind of went the opposite way growing up. I kind of was like, um, had everything rules and regulations. Like I, I think I felt like I needed to perform in order to be cool or in order to like, you know, if my daddy, if my daddy was drinking a lot, then for some reason I would view him as like the funny one or the cool one. So then I growing up, I felt like I had to be like that. I had to perform and put on a show in order for people to like me or accept me because that's what I saw my daddy do in his life. And so that really, that really shapes us. Yeah, it does. I heard a girl, um, well, a client of mine the other day, we were talking about, um, she had a good father figure, but she also had a male teacher and he was a fourth grade teacher and he was so mean, like, he was so mean to her, and it really messed her up from, um, you know, she was just scared of men because he would spank all the time for, like, no reason right. at all. And it's, I was telling her, I was like, it's so, it's so crazy how things we say to kids affect oh, yes. the rest oh of our life. Oh, my gosh, yes. It's hard because, like I said, like, you carry that with you. So it's like, how oh, yeah. do you... How do you, I don't know, um, change the, yeah, change the view mm-hmm. to where you don't view God through that lens where, cause I definitely struggle and I've noticed lately it's like the weirdest thing ever that, um, like if I wear certain clothes or anything, like I can remember certain times growing up where my dad would just make comments or just shame me about stuff like that. And sometimes I get that way and thank God's like, you know, condemning me about it. I'm like, no, like they're not the same. It's like learning to learning the difference and how God really sees us and that we shouldn't feel ashamed when it comes to God. And you know, another thing is that, um, I read, what did I read in the Bible the other day about, um, I have to go find it, but, um, it was the difference between like how the enemy speaks to us versus how God speaks to us. Like the enemy is going to use condemnation and shame and pressure and force. And and accuse you. Accuse, yes, Mm -hmm. accuse you. And then God's uh, voice is gentle and convicting, but gentle and loving. Yeah. You know, if he doesn't want you to dress a certain way, he's going to tell you out of love. He's going to tell you like, that's not my best for you. It's not going to be a shame, like beat you down. Right, 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 right. And that's where, you know, we have to be careful because we do hear the voices that we've heard growing up. Yes. Like, I know I've told you before that I had a, a lady that um, told me I talked too much. Like, at church, nobody else would answer the questions. So I was answering the questions during, like, children's church. And she said, you need to let so-and-so speak. And I'm thinking, well, they don't speak. But that affected me for so, like, I, I always viewed it, it like, you. Yeah. you talk too much, Christina. You talk too much. Right. You, you need to hush. And, yeah, there's a time and a place that, I you know, I don't need to interrupt. <laughs> I need to let other people talk yeah. and all. But yeah. as far as, like... The things that we say to kids really 
matter. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like my dad, he shamed me and my sister when it came to wanting to date or wanting to talk on the phone to a boy. So I've definitely... And it wasn't in a loving way, right? No, gosh, no. Like it was definitely like degrading and put you down. So... It wasn't protective. No, not at all. So like as an adult now, I'm like, gosh, like it's hard to... It's like you're having to rewire everything. Mm. And I wrote that down in my journal earlier today. I was like, God really helped transform my mind. Like, you know, these things are okay. Like it's not something I should be ashamed of if I want to you know, have a conversation with a boy or a date or anything mm-hmm. like that. So it's just crazy how it really just gets embedded in your brain and you really don't realize it until it starts coming out and God starts working on you with it. So mm-hmm. we don't realize. And that's why it does say that we have to renew our mind every yeah. day, because if we don't, of course, we've we've have our, you know, parents or, or other adults and also the world. I mean, like social media right. and it's really easy also to look at other people's relationships like on social media and be like jealous of that or compare it. And, um, and nothing can compare to the relationship we have with God, like nothing, but it's very easy to get caught up worldly Mm -hmm. and be like, I wish I had that, or I wish I had that kind of marriage. I wish I had that kind of, uh, you know, growing up. I wish I went on on vacations and all, but really if we stop and think about the relationship that we get to have with God, like nothing can compare to that. And I have to pull back a lot, you know, I have to pull back a lot from social media, shut it all down, like take all the apps off because it's so easy to compare ourselves. And get caught up in that. Yeah. Okay. So I just jumped off here because I'm like Ryan Schneider's face. I want to make sure my breath doesn't stink. (laughs) We're using the same microphone. Whenever we do another one, we're going to, we're going to work this out. I'm probably just going to order another microphone like this, I guess, so that, you know, I don't know, but on the break, yeah. we were talking about how <laughs> you said that whenever um, you find yourself like uh, praying to God, it can sometimes make you, or Father God, it can make you uncomfortable. It does. Because it brings you back to a father, you know, on human terms. And so you'll find yourself uh, praying to Jesus instead. Yeah, I'll even say like, thank you, Jesus. Because I was doing that earlier. And I was like, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. And I felt like God was like, you know, Father God. And yeah. then instantly I'm like, no, that makes me uncomfortable. Like it makes me, because it makes me feel like I'm coming under all this shame again that I attribute to my father. You know, I just thought of the verse about, there's a verse um, in, I have to look it up, but um, talking about that we are adopted and mm-hmm. that we are the orphans are adopted. And now we say, Abba, Father. Right. And it's basically a saying like, now you can say that because you are adopted. And I think it maybe, maybe that's what we need to really focus on is reminding ourselves like, hold on, we were orphans yep. and we're adopted. Mm-hmm. So the earthly father and the motherly father, yeah, they're still, they're still your father and all but you you have a whole second family now it's not that he necessarily took the whole place of your earthly father you have a new family now Mm -hmm. because you're adopted into the kingdom yeah you know we were born slaves we were born into the enemy's kingdom and whenever we um accept that that free gift of salvation then we are adopted we are taken out of the kingdom so if we think of it like that if you think of it on earthly terms as far as like you are living in a house and another family comes and and takes you like you're adopted into a whole new family. And now you can say, Abba, Father. And I, I guess that's what you have to do is just like constantly ask Holy Spirit to remind you that yeah. you are in a oh, new yeah. family. Yeah. You are adopted into yeah. a new family. And it's something to definitely like, I know it's something I have to get adjusted to. And it's something to constantly remind myself of and work on. Because I mean, God wants, he wants us to come to us like we are his children and view him as the father. So I think that if anybody else is struggling with this, we need to kind of, figure out or not figure it out because we can't figure it out i mean holy spirit has to figure it out but um what are some things we can do you know for me i know one thing that i do is like when i'm thinking about um talking to god i imagine myself climbing up in his lap 
Like I imagine him sitting on the throne and me climbing in his lap and kind of just holding me and protecting me, which I had a friend of mine, this might sound weird, but you'll probably, you know, you'll, you'll, we got weird minds, but um, I had a friend of mine that she had a lot of body shame, body dysphoria. I don't know what happened, but she told me when she thinks of running into the father's arms, she thinks about like running naked. Like that's how she kind of, I guess, gets rid of that shame or something. I guess for me, maybe God fully accepts us. He does, and and Adam and Eve were naked. You know, mm-hmm. they didn't, they weren't covered. And so for me, I never felt like I had a protector. So maybe that's why I imagine myself yeah. climbing in his lap and mm-hmm. sitting, and him holding me. And that's really what we have to do is um, renew our mind. Oh yeah, that's yeah. what I mean. Renew our mind every day and look up verses. And you know, and almost like re- renew our mind and ask the Holy Spirit take out the earth part of what a father's supposed to look like. Like, yes, just let good. me, let me know. You know, we all know um, fairy tale movie father. Mm-hmm. Like, we, we, you know, you don't have to really think of what, if you had to describe a great father, what it would be like. And if you don't have that great father on earth, you know still what it was supposed to be like. Right. And so, you know, asking the Holy Spirit to help us to remember that, that God views us as his children. He views us as someone he wants to protect and take care of and, and um, love, mainly yeah. love. I mean, yes. the main I thing is like love, love because if you don't feel loved, that just that sorts everything else, yes. everything else that we see. Yeah. And to add on to what you said about your friend, like I have to view myself that way. I have to imagine me coming to God as a child too, and knowing that you know He loves Shania, like He loves me because He wants a relationship with us. He wants us to rest in Him. He doesn't want us to feel like we have to perform. He enjoys us, like He delights in us. And I think that's so important to remind yourself, like, he, there's nothing you really have to do. You want, he wants to hear from us, you know, like, so I just, that's something I have to constantly remind myself, like, he wants to hear from you. He wants you to talk to him. He wants to, you know, just conversate with you. Like, that's so important to just come to him and remind yourself of the love that he has for you. Because I feel like that really changes things. That makes you want to talk to him. You know, when I think about, like, my kids, like, I think about how, I want them just to come lay on the bed and talk to me. Right, right. I don't want them to feel scared. I want them to have respect right. and to respect me as their as their uh, parent, as their right. adult figure. But I don't want them to have fear of like, oh my gosh, I can I got to run from her. Yeah. And if they yeah. are in trouble, I want them to call me. If they're at a party and they've done something wrong and they need to ride home, I don't want them to run. Right. You know, and hide. Yeah. I want them to call me and say, Mom, I need help. And so that we can help them. There might be consequences. There could be consequences. You know, the consequences are good. But yeah. I mean, I'm not saying yeah. like, oh, yeah, if you call me, you're totally not in trouble. But, you know, there's consequences that come with yeah. life. I yeah. mean, you walk out in front of a truck, you get hit. That's the consequence <laughs> of walking out in front of the truck. And so it's not like we, you know, there's so many people. It just, oh, it just, it just burns me up on like on TikTok when I see people like, well, why should I have to praise him? Why do I'm like. Oh, you didn't you didn't create the world right like if you create the world then you can say what you want exactly. but i mean like he created us he allows us to even talk to him like yeah. i mean he's so much holier than we are so just him allowing us to be in his presence but see and that is a view of respect um as far as like when we're adopted we are allowed to come in his presence and yes we should be grateful but we shouldn't be like scared of that yeah, yeah or like performing performing yeah. to get in yeah. that presence you know yeah I try to think of how I view my siblings too, like especially my little sister because she's the baby, and I just remind myself, like, because that's how God views us as His children, and there's nothing my little sister could ever do 
to make me not love her. Right. There was nothing that child could ever do or my brother. So I just try to remind myself, like, that is how God views us, mm-hmm. but so much more. Yeah. So. Yeah. And nothing that she could do to make you love her more. Like that's, Exactly. You know, I heard that in church one time. Like, nothing you can do right now can make God love you more than he does right this moment. Yep. Nothing you can do right now can make him love you less. And I know I view my children like that. Like like you said, I mean, I, I love them and, and they don't have to perform and they don't have to be afraid of me. They don't have to um, walk in shame. Right, because perfect love casts out all fear. Yes, so. it does. Yes. So I guess, you know, if we, the main thing is like, we got to renew our mind. Yes. Yeah. Stay in the word. And then, you know, the Bible says in James, like, you have not because you ask not, like, Ask him to show you him as a father. Like, tell him, like, you know, and I tell everybody all the time, like, talk to him like me and you're talking. Mm -hmm. Like, just talk to him like this, like, God, I'm in a mood, and I don't really want to pray for this person, but I don't want to have any resentment in my heart, so therefore, you know, I'll just tell him, I'll tell him I don't really want to pray for them. So, you know, if you don't see him as a father, tell him that. Yeah. Like, tell him, like, God, I just, I want to see as a father, help me to... Uh, see it as you have taken me out of one family and you have adopted me into yours. Yes. Yes. And even if you have a great earthly father, the heavenly father is even so much more. Like you're blessed to have an earthly father, but it's a whole new family. Yep. It's a whole different family because the earth and things in it pass away. You know, and no matter what, humans are humans. Yeah. And they can let you down. Even if you have the perfect parents. Yeah. People are humans. We make mistakes and they might not even mean to. Yeah. You know, but... God never will. Mm-hmm. He never will. He'll never leave you. He'll never forsake you. Like I think of that, the prodigal son, all the time. Like He wanted to leave and go on his own, and the daddy was waiting on him to come home and had a party for him. Right. You know, like, he was such, he just wants us to talk to him and to, right. and to respect him yeah. and to yeah. love him. But, I mean, that's, respect comes from love. Yeah. Like, if you love somebody, you're going to respect them. Right. You know, you're not going to, like, totally disrespect them, you know, if you love them. So, right. that comes from love. So this was a good chat. Yes, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it, it too. So, it was very therapeutic. Yeah, y'all have to let us know. Um, we're going to have two microphones next time. Because I know it might sound kind of muffled. I might sound kind of off. But it's because I'm, we're both, like, I'm Sharing leaned in. Yeah, yeah, I'm leaned in. And so my microphone, my first microphone had stopped working kind of off and on. And now I think it's completely out. Or I don't know. We don't, we're not very technological savvy. So we're going to, I don't know. But anyways, we're going to do this again. Yes. Let yes. us know if you like this. Yes. And, and let us know some other subjects that maybe you want us to banter on or talk to back cover, and forth. Yeah. yeah, to talk back and forth. And and um, we love y'all. Thank you for listening. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast, Closet Confessions with Christina. If this blessed you, would you do me a favor and just leave me a review on the app that you are listening to this podcast on? That would be just such a blessing. And if this blessed you, then share it with your friends and family. Maybe it might help them also. You can find me on all social media platforms at Christina Smith McCulley. I would love to hear from you. I would love to hear if this podcast is helping you. It really does encourage me to hear your encouragement. And I appreciate it. And I thank you. Have a great day, friend.